Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. As well as our Sunday school, which comes on Fridays at 7 p.m. as well. Um, all of those are live. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C dot slash 10 of meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now back to our service. Welcome to 10 of meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana. And today we're going to be in Romans 3. Chapter 3. Last week we read 2 where they were talking about circumcision of the heart. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And how his praise is not from man but from God. Uh -huh. So today we're in 3. God's righteous, his righteousness upheld. And we're going to read, and we're going to start off, and it says, in one. Then what advantage has the Jew? Or what is the value of circumcision? Mm -hmm. Much in every way. To begin with, the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God. What if some were unfaithful? Does their faithfulness nullify the faithfulness of God? By no means. Let God be true through everyone where a liar, as it is written, that you may be justified in the words and prevail when you are judged. But if you but if our unrighteousness serves to show the righteousness of God, what shall we say? That God is unrighteous to inflict wrath on us? I speak in a human way, by no means. For, they, how, for then how could God judge the world? All of these questions are coming up. Seven says, but... If through my lie, God's truth abounds to his glory, why am I still being condemned as a sinner? And why not do evil that good may come? As some people slanderously charge us with saying, their condemnation is just. Why are we 
pushing and pulling and trying to stay right with God. Mm-hmm. What's the point? And as he talks about circumcision, he asks, you know, are we missing the value of circumcision? Because what advantage do we have if we're Jews, if everybody can go to heaven? These are the, these are the questions that was coming up. And he goes on to explain in nine. It says, "What then? Are we Jew? Are are we Jews any better off?" He says, "No, not at all. For we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, are under sin, as it is written." Now, to understand that is to know that no matter who you are, Jew or Greek, you still are under sin. You ain't no better than nobody else. Right. But we're God's chosen people. You're only God's chosen people if you come to Christ. That's right. <laughs> See how chosen you are when you don't come to Christ in the end come. Right. So he reads in 10 where it says, as it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good. Not even one. And for, you know, we talked earlier, <laughs> mm-hmm. telling somebody this is a hard pill for them to swallow. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me I'm not good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The Bible says you're not good. Right. The Bible says no, not one. Mm-hmm. No one is exempt from that. Mm-hmm. Not even you. He goes on to say in 13, their throat is an open grave. Your throat is a graveyard full of dead people. Mm. Wow. And their graves are open. (laughs) Wow. They use their tongues to deceive. Deception comes out of your mouth. The venom of an asp is under their lips. So, under your lips, you just spew poison. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. In their paths are ruin and misery. Mm. 
and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. You ever seen somebody like that? Just evil. For no reason. Everywhere you walk is just chaos. Mass confusion. You speak deceptions. Spewing poison everywhere you go. And you bitter. You miserable. No peace is found in you anywhere. And no fear of God. Just say any old crazy stuff. Nineteen says, Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you're under the law, this matters to you. So that every mouth may be stopped and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. Now get this. We understand that the law points to sin. Uh-uh. So you're trying to follow a law that tells you about yourself. Okay. But the law tells you about your sinful nature. It tells you what not to do when you can't help but do it. Mm. You ever seen the moth going to the flame? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or those uh, mosquito lights, and they uh-huh. just go, because every time you hear it going off, it's some mosquito that just went right into that light and killed itself. Mm-hmm. They can't help it. Mm-hmm. They see the light and they just go Say right it. to it. Say it. They get a mosquito is sin, and it's just going right to the 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 light is just sin, and they just can't help but to touch it. Wow. And then they die. Mm. That's the law. Uh-uh. You're trying to follow this law, but you can't. Now, here's the problem with the law and following the law. When you follow the law, uh-huh. and I want you to really, truly get this and understand why Jesus is so important in this uh, equation. So, you following the law. Paul tells us in the scriptures before that when you follow the law, the cross is null and void. Uh-huh. Okay, so you're following the law, which means you're cut off from Christ. Now, you're following the law, you're doing what you're supposed to do in the law. Now you made a mistake. 
Now you have to go and rectify your mistake. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? Well, I'm finna pray to God and ask for forgiveness. Okay. But when you pray to God and ask for forgiveness, your prayer goes through Jesus Christ. Because mm -hmm. Jesus said, you do these things in my name. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So, but you don't believe in the cross. You made the cross null and void. Uh -huh. So now your prayer goes nowhere. Uh -huh. Because God is only recognizing prayers that's going through Christ. Uh -huh. that's right. It's according to scripture. Right? That's right. He says in the scripture that you turn your back on my son, I turn my back on you. Right. Right? So, you have no way to be forgiven for your sin. Because you don't believe in Christ, so you the cross is null and void to you. When you mess up, you have no one to pray to, because when you try to pray to God, you're not Praying through Christ because you don't believe in Christ, you don't mm -hmm. believe in the cross, so your prayer goes nowhere. Say that, say that. Mm. Wow. So what you gonna do? You gonna go back to sacrificing lambs? Oh wow. That doesn't do anything. Say that, say that. You can't get your sins forgiven for that. You don't get saved from that. God already tells us that obedience is better than sacrifice. So the sacrificial lamb at this point, Jesus already died for you. So you sacrificing the lamb was supposed to be an example of what Jesus was going to do. But he's already done it. So you go to the sacrificial lamb and get your sins forgiven. But you don't want to. You just want to go with the old way, and the old way will not have you saved. Because God already sent the Messiah here, and you do not want to acknowledge that he is here. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So without your acknowledgement of Christ, you have no way to save yourself. Twenty-one says, but now the righteousness of God has manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe, for there is no distinction. Now, there's no distinction between Jews and Gentiles because Jesus died on the cross for everybody. Right. And he says, and he goes on to say, and the law that you hold dear and the prophets, they both bear witness to this. So when you go back and you truly read the law and the prophets, they're pointing to Christ. Uh -huh. It's like you go into court and they say, okay. 
and the judge is God. And you understand. And your witness is the law. And the law comes to you. And, 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 and God says, where's your witness? You say, the law. And the law is going to say, well, okay. You were supposed to not do this. You wasn't supposed to do that. You wasn't supposed to do this. You were supposed to do this. And you didn't do that. You didn't do this. All of these things you, you didn't do. So what happens is the law becomes a witness against you in the court. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Because you couldn't possibly do anything with it. Right? So bring in your next witness. And he says, and the prophets. The laws and the prophets. The prophets come in and tell you that it was the Savior coming and you didn't believe when he got here. So without the prophets and the law that you hold dear, they both are witnesses against you. You have nothing to fight with. So, he says, apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Christ Jesus for all who believe, therefore there is no distinction. So, you have no distinction when you believe in Christ Jesus because everybody is under Christ that goes to Christ. Whether they Jew or Gentile, they're both free and there is no distinction. Everybody's saved. But when you don't come to Christ, you're on your own. Mm. Yeah. 23 says, for all, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Now we know that because we just went over that. Uh -huh. All have sinned and fallen short. Everybody. Right. Not just a couple people. All. That's right. And are justified by His grace as a gift. Now, when you fall short of the glory of God because you have sinned, mm -hmm. we have grace. What is the grace? Being able to repent. Repentance is our grace. But you get repentance through Christ Jesus. If you don't have Christ Jesus, you have no repentance. It's not there. Sit in. That's right. You're justified by His grace as a gift. He gave this to you freely. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh -huh. right? It says, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. Your faith in Christ Jesus is what's really going to get you redeemed. As long as you have faith in Christ Jesus, you can repent and your sins will be forgiven. We put our faith in so many things besides Christ. Uh -huh. Because we think we can do things on our own power. Uh -huh. You don't really want to believe in God. 
You don't want to believe that there is a God. You don't want to believe in Jesus Christ. It's a lot of people that mention God's name all the time, but never mention Jesus Christ. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like Jesus Christ's name is just, it's so powerful and, and so hard to grasp uh -huh. for a lot of folks. Yeah. That's how powerful the name is. People don't even, people that's not in Christ don't even like to speak it. Right. Yeah. It's almost taboo to speak Jesus' name. Sure. Mm -hmm. They can't do it. They don't want to do it. They don't want to talk about Jesus Christ. No. They'll say, oh yeah, God, 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 mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. But what about Jesus Christ? Mm -hmm. They won't talk about Jesus Christ. They'll talk about God, though. And most of the time, the God that they're talking about is a lowercase g. Mm -hmm. You have to be careful when you're having conversations about God with folks. Because mm -hmm. you don't know what God they believe in. Uh -huh. It may sound good when they say it. But they won't mention Jesus Christ at all. It says in 25, whom God put forward as a perpetuation by his blood to be received by faith. Redemption becomes a perpetuation. It becomes something that you can do, that you do over and over by the blood of Christ dying on the cross. To be received by faith. You have that by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he has passed over former sins. Because once you get your sins forgiven, he forgets about them. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. They are no more. Right. People like to bring up your past, but God didn't already forgave you for it. So don't allow people to bring up your past and let it get to you. Because right. you know, people going to say what they say. But uh, you don't have to allow it to get to you, though. Right. It was to show his righteousness at the present time, so that he might be just, just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. It was to show his righteousness at the present time, so that he might be just and and the justifier of the one who has the faith in Jesus Christ. Because once you have faith in Christ, and you have sinned, and you ask for forgiveness, through Jesus Christ, you're forgiven. Jesus, God has a stamp that justifies you. So not only do you ask Jesus, you ask God to forgive you for your sins through Christ Jesus, God says yes and stamps you justified. Uh -huh. Because the Son goes to the Father on your behalf. Mm -hmm. right. I don't have to have Jesus to go to God. You can believe that if you want to. 
But this scripture right here is why Jesus would say, they would come to me and say, Lord, Lord, I did these things in your name. And he said, depart from me. I know you're not. Uh -huh. right. I don't know who you are. You didn't have me in your heart. I don't know you. Say that. And because you didn't have me in your heart, I can't go to my father on your behalf. Uh -huh. And if Jesus doesn't go, if Jesus doesn't go to his father on your behalf, God will never justify you. Wow. Say it, say it. You see that? Mm -hmm. You will never be justified by God if you don't go through Jesus Christ. He's the only way. Now, to give you the scope of this, going back to that scripture where Jesus says, when, when you're trying to plead your case to Jesus, he say, depart from me, I know you're not. Mm -hmm. Think about that. You trying to get into heaven and talk to God, and you got Jesus right there telling you, depart from me. You will never meet God. <laughs> because you have to go through Christ. And Christ is going to meet you there at the gate. Uh -huh. <laughs> Mm. Saying you can't come in because you never came to me. Mm. 27 says, Then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? By law of works? No. But by the law of faith. You think that you can get into heaven by the things that you do. Uh -huh. You have to have faith. And when it says you have to have works by faith. That means you have to work your faith. You can't just tell people. Yeah I got faith. I got it. I got, I got strong faith. It ain't nobody ever seen you use it. <laughs> you never use your faith. Nobody ever seen you faithful in anything. <laughs> right? Yeah. Faith is action work. You have to use it. So your boasting is excluded. Uh, uh. That don't mean nothing. You can talk a good game all you want to. I have faith and I'm in Christ and I'm born and sanctified and filled with precious gift of the Holy God. I don't want to hear all that. <laughs> Work your faith. Mm -hmm. Do that instead of your mouth. That's right. Say No, by the law of faith. 28 says, For we hold that one is justified by faith 
apart from works of the law. Now, hear that part where it says, you're justified by faith apart from works of the law. Which means you're not justified, you're not um, justified by works. You're justified by the faith. But what you're working is faith. You're working your faith. Using your faith. Uh -huh, uh -huh. People see the faith that you have in God. See that you have the faith in Jesus Christ. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. All of that is working. And it says, but don't think the works of the law is going to get you anywhere. It's not. Because eventually you will fall short. It says in 29, or is God the God of the Jews only? Is he not the God of the Gentiles also? Yes, of Gentiles also. Paul asked these questions because he knows these questions are questions that they would ask. Uh -huh, uh -huh. He answers them. Yeah, he's the God of the Gentiles too. Don't think that you have God all to yourself and he's just your God. You hear people say that too. Uh -huh, uh -huh. They got songs like that. <laughs> my God is awesome. Yes. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yes. He my God too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he just not your God. Right. right. <laughs> like you got him on. And see, that's the, that is the mentality that we have. My personal God. Right. Why? Because through the years, that's what you learn. You learn to put these, and see that comes from years and years of doing things the wrong way. Because you put, you put things on the mantle that shows pictures of God. You put your crosses up there, you put pictures of Jesus and statues of Jesus. So you make it personal to the point where it's just about you. My God. Uh huh? You see my God? <laughs> he's, ever, he's all our God. It's just not yours. You can't have him to yourself. <laughs> we do. Because we place God. Because you place God in your life in a certain area. And when you sin, you move him. You ever see people that have Bibles on their on their tables, where they have them in their houses and they got them in the prettiest spot, and uh -uh. they never open them. <laughs> they don't even want you to touch that Bible. Right, right. Why you got a Bible that can't nobody read? Right. <laughs> you got a Bible that can't nobody read? Uh huh. Come on. <laughs> We do too much. Mm. Mm. 
he said, yes, of Gentiles also. You got God, we got you God got too. wants to have as long as you come to Jesus Christ first. Thirty says, since God is one, who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith? Who will? Nobody got time to break that all up? Uncircumcised, circumcised? Come to Christ. That's it. Have faith in Jesus. Mm -hmm. We add too much to the church Sorry. that don't belong there. Mm. It's complicated. Coming to Christ is not complicated. Uh -huh. But we make it complicated with all our rules and regulations and the extra stuff that we mm -hmm. add. Mm -hmm. All these extra doctrines that ain't got nothing to do with the Bible. To be in these churches. Mm. Who will justify the circumcised by faith. And the uncircumcised through faith. Mm. 31 says. Do we then overthrow the law. By this faith. By no means. On the contrary. We uphold the law. The law becomes. A guideline. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. The law becomes a guideline to how you're supposed to live. And when you fall short, you have repentance to put you back in God's graces. But none of that can happen if you don't come to Christ. Sorry. You see? Mm -hmm. All of those things happen when you come to Christ. You have to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. Uh -huh. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you today. We thank you for the scriptures today. We thank you for... Allowing us to see in the scriptures in Romans 3. That we are justified. Uh -huh, uh -huh. By being in your son Jesus Christ. And Father we thank you. For sending your son. To die on the cross and rise again. So we now have a chance at everlasting life. Say that, say that. We thank and praise your name. In the mighty name of your son Jesus Christ. We pray and we say. Amen. 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 Stay blessed and faithful. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Hi. Thanks for watching Tenant Meeting Holiness Ministries. To hear more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button or the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.